0: Good morning and welcome to Blendertainment, or good evening, uh, or afternoon, or whenever you're listening to this. Um, after a week off, I'm back, and we're going to start off with a little Kentucky basketball. Um, let's see, the last, um, the last game... Was Yale, but before that we had. Um, let's see. I believe I did. North Florida. Um, we beat Bellerman 60 to 41. Uh, we beat Michigan 73 to 69, and we beat Yale 69 to 59 on Saturday, December 10 behind, um, let's see here, um, Jacob Toppin had, um, um, let's let's see, okay, 28 points was, well, Oscar Sheedway, um, he is, well, he's the man, I don't have to tell you that, um, 28 points, two assists, um, 12 total rebounds. Um, yeah, he's he's probably gonna go pro next year. So uh, Kentucky's next game um, is Saturday, December 17th against UCLA at 4.15 on CBS. It is the CBS Sports Classic. And they follow that up with Florida A&M on SEC Network on December 21st, the last game before Christmas. And they go to Missouri on December 28th and their final game of the year is New Year's Eve on December 31st. Obviously New Year's Eve, December 31st against Louisville and Rupp. Now, December 31st is going to be a busy one for Kentucky sports because that is Kentucky's bowl game but the basketball game is going to be at noon and the bowl game let's see um the bowl game um here we go is um Kentucky and Iowa in the Music City Bowl. It will be um, December 31st. It will be broadcast on ABC and it will also be at noon. So for those of you who have split-screen capabilities, you're definitely going to be using it on New Year's Eve. Well, New Year's Eve day. Now, the, um... What wasn't as good sports-wise, um... is the Tennessee Titans. They, uh... Man, they straight up got their ass whipped today. Um, 36-22 by the Jacksonville Jaguars, the 5-8 Jacksonville Jaguars. This makes the Titans 7-6, but the AFC South is down so bad that they still lead it as a matter of fact, they lead it by a few games, I believe, um, anyway, let's see, um, the next, um, the next game is going to be, let's see, well, this is week 14, let's see what the next one, uh, Oh, here we go. Um, Six things that stood out for the Titans in Sunday's loss to the Jaguars. Um, Turnovers. The Titans came out with some energy, and they started out fast. But things started to unravel after some sloppy play and turnovers. Quarterback Ryan Tannehill fumbled after being sacked. Panehill then threw an interception on what looked to be a miscommunication with receiver Nick Westbrook, Ikene. Running back Derrick Henry lost the ball when he took a big when he took a big hit and then saw the football escape his grasp on a direct snap. The three first half turnovers led to 17 points and put the Titans on the road to trouble was a large part of the game Titans head coach Mike Frabel said it on the turnovers but we have to be able to get some turnovers we have to be able to get our hand on the football it starts with taking care of the football without question Titans couldn't stop the Jaguars when they turned it over and they had trouble slowing them down all day Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence completed 30 of 42 40- 42 passes for 368 yards and three touchdowns with a passer rating of 121.9. The Titans didn't sack him once, and the defense was credited with just one quarterback hit, Mario Edwards. The Jaguars racked up 22 first downs and 364 yards of offense. You watched the game, defensive lineman Jeffrey Simmons said, We have to be better. Sometimes the quarterback gets the ball out quick, and we can't get sacks. We had a couple of batted balls. Of course, we want 10 sacks a game, but it doesn't happen if he's getting the ball out quick. There were plenty of emotions in the Titans locker room after the game. Players seemed frustrated and upset following the franchise's first three-game losing streak since the 2018 season. Linebacker Dylan Cole seemed to really take things personally. Tears streamed down his face as he talked about the performance and the loss. He says, I know personally I sucked. Cole said before pausing, I sucked today. I have to embrace it, learn from it, and improve. We put a lot of work in. And to put stuff out there like that, it doesn't justify the work that we put in, and it hurts. All we can do is improve and get back on the winning train and learn. We have to stick together. I know people outside are going to be talking, and they're going to have some criticism. We'll get better, we'll get a win, and we're going to turn this thing around. Early on, it looked like it would be another big day for Derrick Henry against his hometown team. Henry had 96 rushing yards after the first quarter, including a 50-yard run and a 3-yard touchdown run. But Henry finished the the day which is 121 rushing yards, and his carries were limited down the stretch because the Titans were playing catch-up. Plus, Henry lost two fumbles, which he beat himself up He beat himself up after the game. We have to get better, Henry said. Sounds like a broken record. We have to come in, make the corrections, learn from it. We need to take care of the ball. I have to take care of the ball. I hold myself accountable always. I have to take care of the job and do my job better. Tannehill's first fumble of the day day came when he was sacked by Jaguars, outside linebacker Trayvon Walker, who blew right past tackle Dennis Daly. Tannehill has now been sacked 10 times in the last two games and 29 times in the season. Titans aren't built to throw the ball 38 times while playing from behind, and that's the scenario they were faced with on Sunday. This, in part, is why opposing defenses have been able to tee off on the Titans quarterback in recent weeks. Still, if the Titans are going to get back on the track and have success, protection needs to be better moving forward. You know, um... That was the problem, um... That was the problem with, um... Marcus Mariota. We we didn't, they didn't protect him, and he got beat down, and I think that's probably part of the reason that he left, is because, um, well, he was tired of getting his ass whipped, and I can understand that. I wouldn't want to get my ass whipped either. So now... The next Titans game... Will be... uh, Let's... Check this here. Um, The next Titans game... will be, um, let me check the schedule here. Week 15, December 18th at 325 at the Los Angeles Chargers. And after that, they have Houston Texans, Dallas Cowboys, and at the Jacksonville Jaguars to close the season. And hopefully the playoffs. Although, it wouldn't shock me if, um, if it wouldn't shock me if they collapsed. Um, like I said, they're still in first place in the AFC South, but AFC South sucks, that's why they're still in first place, um, okay, next, um, my Spotify wrapped of 2022 came in a few weeks ago, and, um, My, uh, let's go back and look at this, because, um, because it's been a while, and, um, let's see, um, okay, where are we at here, um, okay, so we don't have that, um, my most listened to artist looks like, um, a who's who, like a, just a classic rock, um, Rolling Stones, um, just, um, I'm trying to remember, and it kind of sucks to, uh, remember, because, uh, my, well, my memory sucks, um, <laughs> let me see well that's well, on my phone and I'm recording this podcast on my phone so, and I can't um, do the whole thing on my uh, anyway just doing it from memory it was um, mostly all classic rock um, and that's all you need to know um, <laughs> now, as far as, um, my, ah, 24 progress, yes, um, 24, I am on, um, actually on season five now of 24, um, you know, it seems like every, um, well, maybe not every season, but every other season, it seems like, um, Jack starting out new, you know, it, um, a couple seasons ago, um, he got fired from CTU because of his, because he got addicted to drugs when he was, he got addicted to heroin when he was hunting down, hunting down a druggie that, um, and he needed to get into that environment, but he got too much into that environment, but he finally got out of that, um, and this time, he got, um, he got shit-canned, because, um, well, you know, Jack Bauer always had this little penchant of going rogue, didn't he? Um, well, he didn't get fired, he, um, had to... he had to stage his own death because um, they thought he was a traitor to the the country and they were going to send him to Mexico and God knows what they would do to him. um, Torture and all kinds of it doesn't I say Mexico I should have said China. Um, so he staged his own death and he showed back up working on an oil rig. His name his undercover name or his new name was Frank and it is at this point, season five that um Connie Britton joined the show. Um now I'm not sure if that was just for one season or not. And um speaking of um speaking of mysteries um okay the first president um, the first president got shot in the season five premiere. He got killed as did um Michelle Dessler Dessler and Tony Almeida. Um spoiler alert if you haven't watched it yet like me. Um so in the span of Pretty much in the span of two episodes, we got rid of three main characters who have been in all of the previous seasons. And now the president, well, shocker, the president hates Jack. And Jack has returned. And they have to work with Jack. Even though they hate him because Jack's the only one who can take care of the terrorist problem. Which, I don't know if you have noticed, but it seems like, it seemed like on 24 every season there was a terrorist problem or a bomb bomb problem. We, um, the first, I think the first two seasons was a bomb. And Seasons 3, 4, and 5 were terrorists. So there's that. And... I don't know f- what's coming next. I think... Let's see, we're on... I think Season 5, Episode 5. So... um As much as... As much as I binge him... The next podcast I do... I could be on season... I could be on season six. Who knows? Okay, so up next is Yellowstone. And it is looking like... um, Jamie and his... Whatever. I don't know if you'd call her a girlfriend or what she's obviously using him, but he's an idiot. So and he wants to be um the governor. So what is happening there is um they're trying to find a way to get John out of the governor's office and, um, who knows, that's gonna happen, and also, there's only, like, I think the thing said two or three episodes left until, or two episodes left until the mid-season finale, I believe, which, um, makes sense, because, let's see, the 11th, Wait a minute. No, that can't be right. Because two weeks from yesterday will be Christmas. And surely they wouldn't have a Yellowstone on Christmas night. Maybe. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Let's go back to the NFL for a bit. Last week. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo out for the season after injuring his foot. Brock Purdy has gone from mystery Irrelevant to the starter for the 49ers. And man, today he was or yesterday he was a damn star. He um um See the Bengals beat the Chiefs last week. Um, the New Day are the brand new NXT champions, NXT Tag Team champions. Um, my question: Do they go um, solely to NXT, or are they um, are they going to be like? when Kevin Owens was called up and he was the NXT champion, are they gonna are they gonna just um, use New Day on both shows? Both NXT and SmackDown. Because, I mean, they could do that. Um, NXT is Tuesday and SmackDown is on Friday. So, yeah, unless they if they tape NXT when they do SmackDown, I don't know. Um, I haven't, uh, watched NXT in a while, but,
1: uh, you know, now that
0: New Day are the tag champs and they got some pretty cool things going on over there, I might have to, uh, tune back in. Um, speaking of tuning back in, um, I heard a phrase on Sunday Night Football that I haven't heard in quite a while. Um, Chris Collinsworth um, said, "Don't touch that dial," and I thought, "Does it, nobody has a dial anymore?" I mean, I know where that came from because you know back in the day, TVs didn't have remotes back in the day you had to if you wanted to turn the channel which by the way there was only ABC, NBC CBS and that's all there was until 1987 when there was Fox, when Fox debuted but if you wanted to um, turn the TV to a different channel that's where don't touch that dial comes from. Because you had to get up, go over to the TV, and turn and turn the knob. Yes, there was a knob on the TV. That um and you turn the knob to a different channel. Of course, now that's obsolete. No TV has that. Every TV has a remote and, and even since then we've got HD TVs and LED TVs and O L E D TVs and Yes, don't touch that dial is quite obsolete. Um and it has been for quite a while. Well um That is pretty much all I've got, you know, you would think that, um, you would think that someone who took a week off from their podcast would have more than 30 minutes, or in this case, under 30 minutes, um, but, um, not so much, um. let's see, oh, Oh, okay, um, we can do a final battle rundown, um, final battle results, Jeff Cobb defeated Mascara Dorado by pinfall. The Jericho Appreciation Society. Angela Parker and Matt Menard defeated Shinobi Shadow Squad. Cheeseburger and Ellie by pinfall. Willow Nightingale defeated Trish Adora by pinfall. Top Flight. Dante Martin and Darius Martin defeated The Kingdom. Matt Tavern and Mike Bennett with Maria Kanellis Bennett by pinfall. That was before the pay-per-view. Blake Christian and A.R. Fox defeated La Faction and Nobles, Rouge and Drillistico by pinfall. Athena defeated Mercedes Martinez by pinfall to win the ROH Women's Championships. Um, This is the first time Athena has won the ROH Women's Championship. Swerve Our Glory. Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee defeated Shane Taylor Promotions. Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey by pinfall. The Embassy. Brian Cage and of Agony with Prince Nana. Um, defeated Dalton Castle and the Boys, Brandon Tate and Brent Tate by pinfall to win the ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Championships. Wheeler Utah defeated Daniel Garcia by referee stoppage to retain the ROH Pure Championship. The Briscoes, Jay Briscoe and Mark Briscoe, defeated FTR, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood by referee stoppage in a dog color match to win the ROH World Tag Team Championships. The Briscoes are now 13-time ROH Tag Team Championships. Samoa Joe defeated Bruce Robinson by pinfall to retain the ROH World Television Championship. Claudio Castagnoli and this was pretty much the only match that I would have cared to I would have got the show for this but I thought there was no way that Claudio was going to win the title. Here's what I get for thinking. Claudio Castagnoli defeated Chris Jericho by submission to win the ROH Championship. Um, If Claudio lost, he would have been forced to join the Jericho Appreciation Society. With the win, Claudio Castagnoli is now a two-time ROH World Champion. And the way that he won it, this was... It was odd um I guess because um Chris Jericho submitted to the swing. I don't think anyone has ever done that before. We will end on that oddity. Um <laughs> I'll be back at ya. Hopefully next week. Um, Yeah, that's uh, that's the plan. Uh, Next week, I say hopefully, because next week will be December 18th and 19th. Um, And then the next week is Christmas. Can you believe that Christmas is already this close. Um Everybody got their shopping done. Um I I'll, I will tell you that I did most of my shopping huh, I did most of my shopping on Amazon this year. Um actually I think I did most of my shopping on Amazon last year also just, um, it's just easier in it, um, get what you want, even though, even, you'll even get stuff online, presents online, that you wouldn't have even thought of getting, or were not available in stores, and it's just easier to shop online in it, um, I started on, Thanksgiving night, and I did a couple more a few weeks ago, and i have already getting stuff coming in, so that's pretty cool, um, well, that is gonna do it for me, um, that'll wrap me up for the week, um, I am Andy Sullivan, you've li- been listening to Blendertainment, and Be kind, be cool, be courageous, and I will catch you back here next weekend. Peace out.